Previously on Not My Forte, a super soft podcast. I know. Well, let's do it. <laughs> I don't know, Josh, my absolutely. This hate. is going to become one of those ASMR Please videos. Don't be so upset. ASMR <laughs> videos are god awful. I give it now. <laughs> Why don't we just go organize the refrigerator? <laughs> Well, at this point, they're all going to sleep. None of them have probably brushed their teeth. And they've all been drinking. Yeah, they've too. all been drinking. They all probably have bad breath. Excuse yeah. me, you could be smelling their own breath. Okay. It's just a quick scene. I kind of hate this a little bit just because <laughs> they make it gross. Like, I just want them to have an intimate, heartfelt moment, and Stuart just can't. Like, he can't let himself be vulnerable. Even with Rold, who is so sweet and adorable and, in a weird way, like the best friend ever, I don't know that there's anybody that I would be that open and comfortable with to where they... No, is this where he calls himself calls him out for it smells waking like one of him? Yours. Yes, <laughs> to know somebody that well oh is just God. crazy to me. Dad, what? You're awake. Am I awake? Yeah. Concretely. Was that you? What? Don't fart it. No. It smells like it was you. It does smell like it was me. And Rolf's little face is so creepy, but it's so—it's adorable. At the His same little time. sweet voice was—I was, thought he was sweet, but so for any of you all that are t- playing the drinking game out there, there is, as far as I could do the math, there's six shots in this entire episode, and they pretty much all come from the same place. <laughs> yeah, so. So that's a quick thing. He doesn't even say anything for that little scene, and then we jump to Gail. That's where the other part of the shots come from. Yeah. <laughs> and swear to God, which I don't know, like, I couldn't help I, it. I laughed. I it laughed. was, it, okay, as gross as it was, Gail is so good at taking her content and working with it. She's found that character's stride lately. Yes. Yeah. She's so funny. Uh, what do you all have for that little bit? <laughs> I just put Gail is so pleased with herself. Her giant smile. The situation is gross, though. So she is to wake the other two up. Bonnie and Rosie, who are asleep, just continuously has been passing gas until they wake up. <laughs> and they've just been politely being quiet. Yes, because like, Rosie's that's all- been politely quiet. <laughs> and then Bonnie's like, Oh, it's so bad. He said, and she says, there's at least five or six stacked on top oh of my each God. other. Rosie's like, it's seven. It's it's seven. I've been counting over are here. You, are you a white cousin? Oh, my God. Can confirm, cousin. What does she say? Because they got progressively more, more captivating. captivating. <laughs> and Gail's just like, yeah. Rosie is growing into more of a personality in this season. Yeah. I like that. For a while, she was just a carbon copy female version of Wayne. Yeah. And uh, that was kind of why the pot brownie, or not brownies, but pot gummies surprised me. Because that's not something Wayne would do. For sure, yeah. But it is nice to see, like, you are your own person. You're a different Separate human. from him, yes. 
Bonnie's getting hit up, but we don't quite know what's going on yet. <laughs> they officially stop whispering after the after that hit up. So. Oh my god! Oh my yeah. god! And then we cut to Riley and Jonesy, and we figure out what's going on. So, what do you all think of consistency, not persistency? <laughs> I love that they put that thought in, like. I want to always make sure that I'm taking my shot, but not so often that it's annoying. Even though they don't realize, hey, she realizes that this is what's going on. Every few months we're going to hit her up. But they have put forth that thought at least of, I'm going to try to not be annoying to you, but I don't want to miss my opportunity because I didn't ask. (laughs) (laughs) All she can say is no. Exactly. (laughs) She's always been kind of lukewarm to the idea, so over time, I just keep digging runs at her. Consistency. Consistency, not persistency. Broads love getting run at, but you can't be like, can't be like annoying. That's why I always say consistency, not persistency. I love that they're also so in sync that they both did it the exact same time and the exact same night. Like, hey, without the other one knowing. Yes, without the other one, not talking about it beforehand. Just like, oh, you just did that? I just did that too. And they're almost. They're not mad at each other in any way. They're yeah. just like, oh, yeah, almost like, well, good luck, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the other one would high five the other one, whichever one, if she ever did choose. Yeah. I did make note that I do love Bonnie's socks and Gail's sweater. I just still don't sleep with socks on. But her socks are super cute. <laughs> I love that Bonnie, so my queen, Bonnie McMurray, sees these two boys as two separate human beings. And she's like the only person on the entire show that does. I, I put Bonnie being a bit flirtatious, but now the big question, Riley or Jonesy? And it's a real question to her, which I appreciate. I want the answers. Oh, <laughs> I was about to say, like you're looking at it. Like yeah. If I was Bonnie McMurray in this situation, right? Yes. Not as married Megan to Josh, who has to edit the podcast, but as Bonnie McMurray. <laughs> <laughs> it is I think <laughs> and I'm not about to say that I'll work them both in so don't think that because I know I just realized don't, don't, don't be like Katie don't be like Katie no 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 um, I meant that in a way that was depending on what time it is I would probably be a little offended in thinking that they were probably coming from something else I'd probably not in this situation, I'd be like, if you're really interested, hit me up at acceptable, hours. acceptable time tomorrow. Yeah. Because I'm sure you all have you. Well, I don't know. You've been with Humor for quite a long time. And you've been with me for quite a long time. 13 have you years. all been booty called, though? Or texted or whatever. Me? Yeah. It's always usually... It's not been a, like you from, from Huber, but yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It, it's always a late night thing, yeah. I mean, I don't accept, Lord. It's not, <laughs> I, I never accept it, but yeah, it, it's... it's Well, it's one of those things. It used things. to come from Nate, so I mean... <laughs> exactly. You're just like, well, I said yes once, and then here we are. It's 10 years later. It's 10 uh, years later. <laughs> but I, I think... <laughs> I kept getting, I, I would get that sometimes in college, and then it was like after, and I would say no, and then after a certain extent, it was like, oh, like if they were really interested, we would be talking during the daytime also, or like at least in addition to, not just, mm-hmm. like this is the only time I ever hear from me, so I think 30-year-old more confidence Megan would be like, mm, th- try again tomorrow. <laughs> try again in a few months during the day. <laughs> 
So, but what about you all? I mean, if you're just, are you just meaning cut and dry, like Riley or Jonathan? Yeah, cut yeah. and dry, like, yeah. I don't know, because Riley has really grown on me quite a bit throughout the seasons. I'd probably Jonesy, though. I don't know. Jonesy's been really funny all season, too, so. I feel like I would probably have more of a connection to Riley, because I have to be able to talk to you. And I just feel like I would have more of that with Riley. Yeah. I feel like they've given him more of a personality than Jonesy. But Jonesy's been slowly getting more of that this past couple seasons. Like, they're each other's hype men, but when it comes to it, Jonesy's more Riley's. Yes. But he's starting to come into his own more. I I feel that way. Yeah. What about you? You pick Jonesy. I actually would pick Riley. Really? Yeah. What has happened? I know. The, it's <laughs> turned upside down, but Riley was my pick. Interesting. It, at the beginning of the series, it would have been Jonesy. Not even have to stop and think about it. But at this point in the series, but Riley's But we've since heard pick. things like, not my prince Eric. <laughs> <laughs> not the prince Eric and it I just know. touches my little heart. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes, yes. I will say, though, I still like brunettes more than blondes. But who do you think Bonnie would pick if she did end up picking. I could see Bonnie and Jonesy together. Really? I kind of thought Riley just because I feel like I always see them like in you know little background everyone's together scenes I always feel like I see them talking together which I mean they're all three together but I I, I, I lean towards Riley on that one too just because if they're sitting somewhere it does seem like it's Jonesy Riley yeah Bonnie but and that's strictly the only reason, like, I don't have a a vibe either way. I, I still hold to, though, that if Wayne was ever single again, she'd do whoever yeah. she was talking See, that's, to. That's my, like, that's my <laughs> ultimate issue with Bonnie, is that if Wayne ever became single and... Slightly interested? Or just... Just single? <laughs> but now I'm at a point that Bonnie and Rosie are probably getting... Friends? It would be weird friends. if she dated Yeah, it would almost after. be like, you know... Yeah, you What's don't the, date is your there friends. A gr- is there a girl code? Like, yeah. there's a bro-, a bro code with that. Hmm. But if Rosie left, Wayne... Oh, she'd be on it all day. Yeah. Yeah. For any reason, that would like make it Like, if she went okay. back to the city. Yeah. Yeah. To work with Pitbull Rescues. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Rosie, in that situation, would hold it against Bonnie. Yeah, I don't mind. feel like Rosie would either. Mm-mm. Okay, and then the basement again. Stuart admits that he likes... Bonnie, which did this throw you all? Yes. Yeah, this came out of left field. It felt so. I mean, not that. I mean, obviously, she's gorgeous. Why would any of these guys not think she's cute? And she, we've seen evidence of her being, you know, confident, smart, and funny. And I have a crush on Bonnie McMurray, but I was just kind of thrown because of everyone. Stewart felt the most kind of out of nowhere. Which they've been doing more things together. You've seen them in other group settings group. together. Yeah. yeah, the skits have been hanging out in a not awkward way. But I don't feel like Bonnie's ever been overly nice to them. If and anything, so, she's called the cops on them a yeah, couple of times. Yeah, kick, she tried to kick him out of the parking lot. Bonnie's always been kind of hit or miss for me. But it was strange that Stuart liked her. But it was also strange that the other skids hissed when he said Bonnie. Stuart rolled She's out of my league. You made love to Ali Jan and Bianca Dunk at the same time. No one is out of your league. 
I don't always love her, but I don't feel like she was hiss-worthy either. No. So, like, I didn't think that she was maybe crush-worthy, but also not hiss-worthy to them particularly. I love that Rold was his hype man, though. Me too. He was all about it, like... I said, Rold is the best of us. He's the best friend that all of us he deserve. Was right. I said, What Roald, did he say? You made love to <laughs> Alley Cat and Bianca Donk at the same time. No like, one's out of your league. No one's out of your league, man. I love his lord. I, I put, Rold is the friend we all need. Yes. Hype and love. Okay, this is a random note. It has nothing to do with the episode at all. It's the Top, top Gun. <laughs> it all comes right to talk. I, know, I, hope, I don't know. Glenn Powell. I don't know what mm, abs. commercials you all get in between, but I'm so sick of seeing Peroni's disease. Do the you, eye one? No, oh, the what? penis one. Oh, the carrot one. Like, if you have a bent in your erection, yes. do this, and then we'll stretch it out or whatever. And I'm so don't. sick of that commercial. What com- What streaming service are you using? Yeah, I had that commercial like, like three times today as yes, well. It's for something called Peyronie's disease. It's and talking about if you have a bend in your penis, it can help straighten it. And it sounds like it hurts like a mother. Don't. When they're talking about it. And then like, they have a bunch of carrots floating in the background that are like bends. It's the <laughs> she's looking at I have to know the context. That's, I mean, that's it. Uh, like, you are you it? a one percenter? Do you not have commercials? <laughs> Must be. Don't. Nice. <laughs> How do you spell it? I just guessed. I have no idea. How. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my god. We yes. don't get off on tangents. I really want to click images, but I'm afraid of what we'll oh save my god, on my phone. Don't. You can, yeah, you could probably Google Peyronie's disease carrot commercial. <laughs> I'll have to watch it later. Yes, it's definitely a little thing. Oh my god. But gosh. I mean, okay, farmhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Dairy. Okay, they finally use. Say, I don't think he actually ever says it. They just say, d- does Derry say Bonnie McMurray or do they just say Bonnie McMurray after the fact? Like they're reacting to it. I can't remember. I can't recall now that you say that. I'm not confident yeah. in my answer. I think Katie says it like in oh, reaction. Like Bonnie, yeah. And then she's like, let me wingman. And she's super excited. Which I, was kind of sweet. It was nice. See, look, she's helpful this time. She's instigating. That is true. That's what she's doing. She's She has a thing to be interested in. We'll at least say that. Yeah. She wants to see how it plays out. Um, and then Wayne says, warns, I think, in my opinion, that this is booty call territory, and he's not wrong. It is booty call territory. Yep. Yep. So. Um, and. Here, here's my thing, though. Yeah. <laughs> Here, here's where my question comes into play. If it is booty call territory. And Katie messaged Bonnie. Did Bonnie think that Katie messaged for a booty call? I'm thinking Katie said something about Derry being there. In my mind. In my mind, that's how it played, too. Because I was I was back and forth but on... But that's an interesting thought. <laughs> does she think that she's either A, going over for Katie, B, going over just to hang out with her friend Katie, or C, going over to Katie's house to see Derry? And I'm thinking she knew that... It was because Derry was over there. I feel like the the text from Katie was something like, hey, me and Derry are over here. Do you want to come hang out? Oh, she's on her way over. I don't think there was any like, Derry's over here and he wants you to come hang out. And Bonnie's like, I'm on my way. I don't feel like it was that. I feel like it was more just 
hey, you should come hang out with me and Derry. Well, but also when Katie, no, not when Katie, rewind, when Bonnie goes to leave Gail's house, she just says, I just want to snuggle. Mm -hmm. So in my mind, I'm wondering, is she planning to go snuggle with Derry, or is she just saying that in in context of, I'm not going to stay for Riley and Jonesy because they're just wanting to have sex? I thought it was a little bit of both, which also I want to point out, it's mean because it was her idea to invite Riley and Jonesy over to Gail's. Yeah. And then she deuces out and is like, I just want to go snuggle. But she invited them over. It was her idea. They were on their way. That's not a nice thing to do. And it also, I mean, you could have said something or you could have been like, okay, hey, never mind. I changed my mind. I'm, you know, it did feel borderline mean. It felt like a Katie thing to do. Because she said... So, because Gail says they're on their way, and she said so, and it it rubbed me the it wrong way me. when she did that. You were like, Katie? <laughs> well, because, yeah, like you said, she could either text them and be like, hey, I'm not going to be here after all, or she could say, hey, no, I can't come over. Like, I just invited Riley and Jonesy over to hang out with me at Gail's, which I don't know if she would say that to Katie. I don't feel like she'd be secretive about it, but also not volunteer it. But Riley and Jonesy are on their way here. So? So, two is better than one. I just want to snuggle. I don't. Guess you're going to have to put a little work on him then, cousin. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Okay, let's rewind really quick. You said, she, you know, she invited Riley and Jonesy over, which she did, fully knowing what they expect. Do you think if she had stayed, anything would have happened? No. Because I don't think she invited them over for sex. I think she just invited them over like, they're up, they're hitting me up, they can come over and watch movies with us. Yeah. And I feel like she would be very, you guys are my friends and you're over here hanging out, that's cool. I don't think that she would have slept with either of them. That's just me. What do you think? It really could have gone either way. I mean, and I hate to sound so neutral about it, but I think Gail would have fully supported and would have... Encouraged. Encouraged. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you know, some form of activity, I guess. If she was if she was leaning more towards one of them or another, she'd Gail be like, gonna make it weird. <laughs> I mean I don't know. What is Rosie say? I also feel like when she was leaving to go over to the farmhouse, she thought Derry is safe snuggle territory, like we were talking about. Like mm-hmm. he's a guy I could snuggle with and not worry about feeling like it's going to either lead somewhere or he thinks it's going to lead somewhere. I feel like she Derry feels could in charge. Be, yeah. Like if she says, hey, I just want to snuggle, she knows that Derry will be like, hey, okay, we're just snuggling. Yeah. I don't really, I mean, that's kind of bad though if she doesn't feel that way with the boys. Or would she feel like she's kind of in danger See, of something was, going further? That was my thought because I feel like Riley and Jonesy and Bonnie have become decently good friends yeah. even knowing that they are obviously going to be attracted to her. I think she could have told both of them that she just wanted to snuggle and they would have respected they that. They would have, yeah. In my mind. In my mind, too. Because they are not quiet about all their takedowns, but I couldn't see them forcing themselves on anybody. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah so... I could have seen her going over to their place and watching hockey with them and snuggling and eating pizza and just Even if chilling. it was just the three yeah. of them. Yeah. 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 Well, because even they say at one point, you know, she's been kind of, you know. Lukewarm to, lukewarm to the yeah. Lukewarm to the idea. So, why? I mean, why That's not? That's true. I forgot she said that. So, she's could take it or leave it, then she could have 
fooled around with them or not. I don't know. Well, and I think that now they have that kind of friendship to where, okay, if something did happen, we can make out and be it cool. Could be to- it could be totally casual <laughs> That's about true. it. They could they would wake up the next morning and be just the same type of friends. I think. Yeah. Do you think that they look at her? Because in my mind, I would like to think they see her as more girlfriend territory. Because they have Katie up here, like on this pedestal. Mm-hmm. I feel like Bonnie should be similarly in that. I feel like they would think she's more special than just a takedown. More than just like swipe left, swipe right. We took down Bonnie McMurray. Like, I feel like it would, especially where it's been pursued so long. Yeah. Even if just subtly they think pursued, that it would be more significant than just... Still, they'd be able to be friends and be cool afterwards if it wasn't a relationship. But in their mind, a big win. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think at that point, they would have reached a new level of kind of intimacy. Not not on the romantic side, but they they had maybe reached a new level of friendship, maybe. I agree. I think that Bonnie is the kind of girl that could look at it as though this is going to be a respectful thing we'll both enjoy it have fun realize it's not going to be anything more but still be friends and close i think it could be fine yeah i think she would honestly be at a whole different level than katie though i don't think that they would look at her in the same way that they would katie i also don't feel like bonnie would be a big one night stand person the same way that i don't think Derry would be a big one night stand person <laughs> yeah <laughs> But either way, Gail's volunteering as tributes. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Rosie's super cute here when she's going to leave. And she's like, pull a work on <laughs> And I just loved her. Her personality shined out in this episode. She seemed like she was a much more fun person. Although she wasn't with Wayne much of the episode. So yeah. I wonder if she's yeah. more subdued when she's around him. This w- I could see this is how Rosie normally is with Gail and some of the other cousins. Like if uh, Bradley, if Bradley yeah. were around. Yeah, I think oh, like this. Yeah. I think like Gail and Bradley would have been the ones to initially introduce Rosie to Fubar and pot gummies, pot gummies <laughs> and you know, all those other things. Okay. And then once Rosie and Bonnie leave Gail's, we cut back really quickly to the basement, and I said, nobody's light turns on very light, because they turn on all these lights, and it does not get any brighter anywhere. Yeah. It drives me crazy. And Rawl tells Stuart to go be romantic and go to her, Stuart. Bonnie. I, I said, I agree with Stuart. This is that stalking territory. Yeah. And it's like, oh, she just posted it on her story, though. Yeah, that's invitation to stalk. Doing locations all the time. <laughs> No. no. What are your thoughts Stories on Stories all the time. No. I mean, I mean, right on rolled. If you think that she's still awake, I mean, why not? You've got nothing to lose. Yeah. There was an article that I was reading, and it basically was talking about romantic gestures. And the difference is how you feel about the person. It can come off as romantic, depending on you how, how you feel about this person. Do you think that they're attractive then you're gonna think it's romantic do you not think they're attractive you're gonna think it's creepy that's exactly spot on true somebody shows up outside your window with a boom box in the middle of the night it might depend on the song <laughs> it could depend on the song if you've got insane clown posse playing outside and 10 degrees below zero 
he would play her and I see baseball with me. Oh Lord. You know, but whether or not you're attracted to them makes a big difference in how that yeah. is interpreted. What would be your John Cusack song? Oh Lord. See, Nate and I have songs, but if I was ever pissed off at him and he was trying to make it up to me, that'd be a different song. Yeah. Well, um, With me and Huber, if it was like a borderline breakup. Like, yeah, like I'm trying to win like, you back kind of thing. I still love you kind of song. It would be um, Follow You by Shinedown. I thought you were going to say Follow You Into the Dark by Death oh, Cat for Cutie. That and like, that one. That's, that's, not, that's not a Huber song. That's, no, that's, I was going to say that was a recipe for Huber. I couldn't see that. But that is a very good answer. I, I love Death Cab. It's I love sad girl music, though. That song, usually, if we have had a fight with each other, can make us get over it. It always makes me cry. But, like, it's a sweet way. Yeah. But also yeah. in an emo girl way. So, I, yeah, there's I a just, sali- we have a saliva song that's, <laughs> that's kind of a... And it's also a kind of a romance, but it's more, you know... <laughs> harder rock, but yeah, it's by the band Saliva. I can't think of an emotional song that would work, but because Josh knows me so well, if he was doing this, knowing I'm mad, wanting me to forgive him. Have you all heard that song, Best Friend? You're my best friend. No. Okay. You're my best friend. You're a real bad bitch. Oh. <laughs> that my best friend. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Scarlett loves that song. <laughs> so that would probably be our song. You're also, here's the thing. You're married to a musician. True. Who has written multiple songs. What song did he sing to you on your wedding? Was that an original? Exactly. What song did he sing to you at your wedding, Megan? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh. I have... An EP for me. (laughs) And I have a song called Megan Nicole. uh, But at our wedding, he played Forever Vow. So. And we've written one together called Threefold Strong. So it's like. (laughs) Aww. Yes. Available everywhere you can stream music. Shut up. Her answers answers are. (laughs) Let's go back to Shine Down. We're not asking you you any more questions. Uh, Okay. You can't sit with us. I bet you're not allergic to flowers either, are you, Megan? (laughs) I don't know. I'm not a big flower person, which he really gets off kind of like in a good. I don't really care about jewelry. I don't really care about flowers. I really care about chocolate, but he knows that I try actively not to eat it. I really care. I care so much about chocolate. But uh, I only eat that on special occasions, like anniversaries and birthdays and stuff. So he's kind of gotten off in like uh, scot free uh, really i've told nate to say he's like you're so hard to buy for like i don't like diamonds i want a new house which is not the economy for it right now the housing market but yeah. like you want to do anything instead of buying me a present take the money you would have spent put it in an envelope label it down payment for the next house you yeah. know like we'll just start chipping away at that saving that away like don't buy me things or a trip I am the epitome of if I need it, I'll buy it myself. And by that, I mean I bought a car and didn't tell Josh till I was driving it home. <gasps> With I've done that before. Fully in cash. But isn't that an awesome feeling, feeling, though? Like, like you could have let him know, but you got to do it your own damn self. <laughs> by the way, if you see, like, a significant amount of money that isn't there anymore. <laughs> see, we just, we talk 
I'm really in-depthly look at our bank account every day, like, what was this purchase for? This is, yeah. oh, hey, I want you to know I spent... I'm very big on communicating about money. We are, too. And, and I kind of joke about it and everything on that side, but we have, like, over this last year, 18 months, we've really focused on financial goals. So we were able to... Neither one of us have a, has a car payment now. That's such a good feeling. So I've, I've completely paid off my credit card. <clears throat> That's it's, nice. It's really like, so when you, yeah, would it be nice to have a diamond? And would it be nice nah. to have that? <laughs> it, yeah, in theory, but then that'd be like an extra three or four thousand dollars that doesn't go towards like our investment property thing. Like, it's, yeah. we're at a whole different level of thinking now. Yes, nothing against nice things. You know, if you oh, like no, diamonds, no. yeah, yeah, but. I'm very goal-oriented in, like, our house is almost paid off, and I want to finish paying it off. Oh, yeah. Like, we don't have car payments. Neither of That's us have nice. had car payments in years, and I don't want to. The only thing we have left is the rest of our house and his student loans. <laughs> but mine are paid off. Like, it's, like, I would rather have that. I would rather be completely debt-free than have a couple of diamonds that, what am I going to wear it to? The podcast <laughs> is the only place I go. <laughs> Wow, and we're gonna look fancy today. I know. <laughs> what was that movie? It was some end of the world movie. I can't remember what it was, but a lady shows up and she's wearing like jewelry and a gown and a fur. She's like, this is all my fancy stuff I never got to wear anywhere. So she just wore it all oh. because the world was ending. Like, eh, I'm not gonna have that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so Well, we're going to have teas, though, remember? You all are going to have your tea parties. Oh, yeah. Yes. We'll bring those biscuit things. Those are good. <laughs> yeah. We got new snacks. Yeah. Okay, we're not on a tangent. No. What? <laughs> Top Gun. Glenn Powell. <laughs> <laughs> well, Top Gun. Glenn Powell. Miles Teller. <laughs> oh my god, Josh hates us so much. <laughs> all right, and then we have the serendipitous montage of... Stuart goes after Bonnie, but Bonnie's driving past Stuart. She doesn't even wave at him. Uh, that's she kind of shoots him a look like, what the hell are you doing out <laughs> here? Said, Bonnie passes Stuart, recognize him, but doesn't stop or even say hi or wave. There's recognition, but yeah, it's more like, oh, you. There's no... Or what are you doing biking in the snow? Yeah. It wasn't necessarily mean, but it also wasn't nice, and it's definitely yeah. not what you want from the person you're going to perfect. Yeah. It's very kind it's of not in, what you want. It's not it was what really you want. indifferent. Yes. Like, and, oh, hmm. yeah. My thought was she's thinking he's doing something weird because he's on drugs, possibly. possibly. <laughs> and then he should have DM'd her like Riley and Jonesy did. At least then. You know she's still over there. Yes. Then Riley and Jonesy get to Gail's, decide to go in anyway, and then I wrote down, are you all assuming this happened? I wrote, I have questions. <laughs> I would like video. <laughs> no, not video. Well, <laughs> but I mean, but, I, but seriously, like, what would they have done? Well, like, what happened to Gail and Jim? I know. That's another thing. It makes me feel like they're casual or open or something. But I was kind of surprised at both Gail deciding to go ahead and hang out and then the guys also deciding to go ahead and hang out. The way that they shrugged, I was curious as well. Do you guys think that they went in and had a threesome? Or did they sit there and watch a movie? Neither would surprise me, but I think the threesome would surprise me more. But also because I feel bad for Jim. Because they were giving off boyfriend-girlfriend vibes. And that threw me. Maybe they think they'll get to drink free at the bar. I know. I was just <laughs> thinking that. 
<laughs> oh my god! But that one, that was strange to me. Yeah. And then we see Bonnie get to the farmhouse, and I feel, I do feel like she looks like she's specifically there to cuddle with Derry. Uh, what so do you all think? She gets there, and Katie says, are you ready? And opens the door to the bedroom where Derry's in bed, and that gave me some threesome vibes. <laughs> what do you think? See, that's, again, I I don't want to say that Bonnie's a lesbian, but she, but, but I, I think she would. She, I think she, she could go either she's way. She's open to suggestions. Mrs. McMurray is. I, I think mean, she's like, open to experience. Yeah, I think she's open to experiences. Yeah. It's a spectrum. <laughs> and then lastly, Rosie shows up for Wayne for their booty call. Which I also... Okay, so first thing I've put for that was I feel like that's every guy's fantasy for a girl to take off her coat and either have nothing or very little on underneath it. Yeah. Just like... I'd be afraid of chafing. I my boobs are heavy. Like I need some. I need some support. They weigh thirty eight pounds each, so I need a little something to hold them up. <laughs> Not literally. Kayla looks afraid. <laughs> But would she not have messaged him or something to let him know that she was on her way? I feel like they knew, but I don't know he how. Was put, I feel like he was putting on his boots to leave to go see her oh. while she was coming over. I also don't know why she and Bonnie didn't just ride together. Because I, yeah, Rosie wasn't in the truck with Bonnie when Bonnie passes Stuart. Unless so. she stopped at her house to change. Maybe she was planning a whole thing. Or maybe they didn't know when Bonnie was going home versus they didn't know when Rosie was going home. One of those I want to have my car situations. That would be the only reason I would see. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But they're cute. Something else too. I didn't notice that Katie had asked, said, like, are you ready? That's what she mouths to her because I rewound it three times to make sure I wasn't wrong. <laughs> well, then what was Katie doing? I know. Cause she was definitely headed in there with them. That's my next question. Do you think that... Is Katie open to something like that? Obviously, Katie's open to something like that. But specifically with... With Derry? Yeah. I don't know. Do we think that they still went in there? Because they opened the door, he's asleep on the bed. I'm assuming it's Katie's bed because it's not Wayne's. See, I think it's Katie's room. So, Derry is asleep in Katie's room in Katie's bed. Are Katie and Bonnie just going in there and snuggling with him? Are they waking him up like some sort of porno fantasy? I don't know. These are questions that I have. Are they waking him up, telling him to brush his teeth? <laughs> you need to go brush your teeth take and your come socks back. off? <laughs> yes, take your socks off. Is he in his barn clothes? On Katie's bed? I think he is. Well, he's in a, he's in the oh, the coveralls. Did he have but to he's work always in that day? Or are these clean well, coveralls? Because hey, coveralls are warm. That, that's true. And that might be uh, like a... For functionality. Yes. I would have loved piece. to have seen Derry's pajamas, though. That would have been super cute. I'm kind of sad Dan... They mentioned that Dan's with Ellen earlier on in the episode. I'm kind of sad Dan wasn't part of the sleepover. I agree. And I also would have liked to see... Maybe I'm... Mm, I might be speaking out of turn. I was going to say the McMurray's at their house snowed in. Like, what do they do when nobody else is around and it's just the two of them snowed in, but maybe I don't want to open that door. Maybe that's why Bonnie the, doesn't want to go home. The Pandora's box of... <laughs> I would... But what seriously, would I would imagine they would be the most boring couple. They're probably... Wouldn't it be sweet if they were but like I doing think a puzzle like or something? So domesticated together. I like, I just have this vision that when they're not around anybody else, when they're just totally... Nobody to put on for. Nobody to put on for. Nobody to, you know, be 
weird with or anything like that. They're just so comfortable and in their element. That would be sweet. Baking cookies <gasps> together or something. You know, they were painting vagina pictures together uh, to hang up. Well, I was gonna say, you know, McMurray loves puzzles. Yeah, and puzzles. That would have been that would working the Sudoku together. Yes. Like snuggling on the floor. With a cup Making of tea. something with all that fabric that they brought back. Or their snow bunnies in their own vacation. That's why I They would have been a cute addition, I think. Or a disgusting one, one of the two, but I'm going to go with they were cute. I'm also curious what Glenn's into right now. Yes, I wish he would have been in this one. I always want Glenn in everything. Yes, <laughs> yes. So that's all I have for the whole episode. Do you have anything else? Because yeah. my next thing is my score. I need to peruse real quick. Okay. Yep, that's all. That's all that I have, because my last part is just, did they leave Derry alone, or did they go ahead and just snuggle with him in bed? And I am curious. I think they left him alone. Probably. To his chagrin. I think that they may have climbed in bed and just finished watching a movie while he, and let him sleep. Like, didn't bother him. Just, like, snuggled in and watched a movie. I can see that. I gave this episode a seven. Strong seven for me. I'm going to give it a seven and a half. And, you know, I don't even think it was one of the funniest episodes, like, by far. I just really liked it. I liked the whole cozy, sweet vibe of the episode. So I'm going to say seven and a half. Uh, I kind of thought you might give a higher score to this I love those cold winter months, man. I almost thought Kayla would give it a higher one, too. I don't know why. Again, it's just, with there's just... A lot of questions that I wanted You're answered. Like, there's a there's lot of lots more questions, questions than there are answers. <laughs> but it was still a really, I, it's still a really great episode. I, I still so really loved it. This season's been really good. Mm-hmm. I have liked this season more than the other ones by far. For like, this is the best one in a while for me. Oh, really quickly, we were pretty in agreement. <clears throat> this season, we felt like did not have a curse of three. What are your thoughts? No, I thought episode three was really good. Yeah. I think so, too. Well, here's a scoop, and I'm going to tell you. So I have a little bit of what's the scoop. Do you all have anything? No. I say a little. I actually have several. (laughs) Um, But they're not super in-depth. I looked up a lot of the side cast, because I'm always looking for, you know, the main, like, Katie and Jared, or Michelle and Jared and all them. But Mark Forward has some shows going on in Quebec, if you're in that area, which I'm not. But on July 26th, 28th, and 30th, there are stand-up shows at the Bell Social Club. K-Trev has stand-up shows in Bloomington, Montana. Montana? Is it M- is MN Montana or Minnesota? Minnesota. I think that's Minnesota. Minnesota, because I know America. I know these states. <laughs> so that's November 10th, 11th, and 12th. He's also in San Diego, California, December 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. Aww. Dan Petronovic, which is McMurray, he is in a show. It's He's a voice actor in a show called Bakugan. Battle Planet, which I'm assuming is some sort of... That sounds like an anime. Anime. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But it's, uh, it's he's been doing it since 2018, but there's a new season now into in this year. So I don't like anime, but I'm curious to know what he sounds like I as know. a voice actor, since you said he does so many accents so well. Yes. Yeah. I sent you all that clip today, so if you go back into our 
Facebook Messenger. You I'll can need to do that. Though. I think he's one of the last people in the clip, but he goes through all the ones he can do. Clark Bacco, which is Rosie, mm-hmm. she is like killing it lately. So she's got four things in either production or post production right now. One is a movie called The Changeling. I couldn't get a lot of information on that, but it should be out sometime this year. There is something called The List, which it sounded kind of interesting. It basically sounded like Hall Pass, except for instead of just a random Hall Pass, they're, they're in a relationship, and they each have a celebrity list. And if you get the opportunity to sleep with someone that. on their <laughs> list, so for whatever reason, you all were okay with, okay, Tom Holland throwing himself at you. We have a list. <laughs> then Nate's going to be like, you, ju- you know I mean, what? Like, you take the win. You take the win and you go with it. So that's what that movie is, basically. Mm. And I think she's one of the leads in that. She's definitely the leads in these last two. There's something called Confession, which is a murder suspense movie. She is the I think she's like the lawyer in the in that one. I would like to see her play a lawyer, some sort of strong yeah. female lead like that. I could totally see her. Because I could see it. her doing well with that. And then the last thing the smart suit. is called Project M. And I couldn't find the synopsis for it. It sounded like it was like a sci-fi kind of a thing. But it's directed by Jason Priestley. Huh. I had the biggest crush on Jason Priestley back in the day. That automatically makes me think TV movie. I know. I'm thinking it's either like an indie film or a TV movie. Is he Canadian? I have no idea, actually. I don't, I don't know either. He Just seems so nice. I'm going to assume that he is. He's too nice to be American. And then, last thing. <laughs> we're, just, we're so horrible down here. <laughs> we're just horrible to each other. Goodness uh, gracious. If you're a nice person, Canadian. you must be fried. Is, is he? Yep. There you go. I could just tell. North <laughs> Vancouver. The kind eyes. <laughs> kind eyes. Okay, and then Canitio Horn. Good job. Yeah. She is in a TV show called Rutherford Falls. I don't know much about it. It's a newer, I think it said 2022. I don't know if it's 2022 or 2023, but it's produced by Ed Helms. So I'm telling oh. I love Ed Helms. Yeah. And then there's also a full-blown movie that she's going to be in called Alice Darling. And she's in that with Anna Kendrick. I love Anna Kendrick, too. Yeah. So they're doing some big things. That is, Yeah. And I thought, oh, you know, I normally, you know, do my run through of all my main people. When I was like, you know what? I've not checked on, like, our side people in a while. And they are all just killing it. So that's my big information. And then my last little What's the Scoop was just going to be asking you about Shorzy. Because I don't think we've seen ah. you since. I love Shorzy. Do you? Love it. <laughs> love it. So would you say more or less or different than Letterkenny? It's very different from Letterkenny. I think it's got a, a slightly different tone. Yeah. I love the I love the character of Shorzy. I love that they gave him so much depth. Yeah. And more of a personality. So such a great personality and a great supporting cast. Okay. Just, we're not going to talk about Top Gun. <laughs> this is my this is my offshoot. It's not Top Gun. I was just kidding. But Sanguinette. Sanger. Oh my gosh. And He's the adorable. drip with the, with the outfits and the hair. It just looks so good. I will stick to my, I hate bolo ties with a passion. Yeah. But that is a 
pretty boy. That man can, if anyone were to pull it off, he can. And yeah. I think he looks good in it. As a whole, he pulled it off well. Not very many people can. A lot of people in Albuquerque wore them. I did not like them. But he is, I love his hair. He has such <laughs> so pretty beautiful. hair. Your highlight was the lady reporter. You said you really loved her. Their relationship, yeah. how the how Shorzy interacts with her. How he's just like, I would treat you so good. I would just wake up in the morning and be treating <laughs> you good. Like, I loved it. I thought it was so sweet. And I loved that they continued on with him liking more mature women. Mm-hmm. And they talk about Riley and Jonesy a little bit. Like they, it's Technically, their moms were wheeling me. Yeah. <laughs> first off, they're not my friends. And I, I liked him as a character. I'm glad yeah. you... I loved the all of the female characters in... I just love how the main female characters did such a better job. Did more things. They did more things. I think that they were more... Even the female owner. They weren't just eye candy. Yeah, she's not just a one-dimensional eye candy. Like, you got to see her, like, she was emotionally invested in things. You could tell that she had a certain emotional relationship with Shorzy that he didn't have with a lot of other characters. And he resonated with that a little bit more. I just, I loved it. I don't think there really wasn't eye candy chick girl, was there? <laughs> there were there were a couple, but the one that with the Italian brothers or something. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the crazy Italian brothers. The crazy Italian brothers, and and she's the one who's like, I want I want Sanguinette or like that oh, one. Oh my one. gosh! But even she like served a purpose. Yeah, yeah. You it know? wasn't just. I'm standing here, look at my cleavage and my legs. Yeah. There was actual character behind it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I loved it. I I, yeah. I hope we don't have to wait, you know, two years for another season to, of that to come out. But. I'm wondering, see, my, my prediction is next will come out the next season of Letterkenny in my mind, mm-hmm. but I don't know when that'll be. I tried to look it up. So this one came out in the spring, so maybe in the fall, because sometimes they do summer winter but they've yeah. also i want to say hasn't a season come out like in october around halloween sometime? i'm hoping thinking a few october? a few years ago yeah because i mean these came out in december but now that they've got that spring and then a shorzy buffer and then i'm th- i feel like october makes sense yeah that's what i'm gonna put out into the universe <laughs> is season 11 gonna be the last Season of Letterkenny. People keep asking. I hope not. They haven't said it is, but my, they also... My thought is for at least a 12. And maybe 12 being the end. I feel like if season 11 was the done, it would have been like 11, the final season of Letterkenny. Like, I feel like they'll announce that... Beforehand? Yeah. Whenever 11 comes out, then they start talking about 12. Yeah. They might announce that it's the last I one. Would but all... I feel like they would let... Us know. <laughs> Do you all? I just have a weird feeling twelve will be it, but I I don't know. I have nothing to base that on. That's just like a feeling that I get. But I remember Jared doing an interview saying, you know, how long are you going to do this? And he he basically was like, we'll do it till it's not fun anymore. What do you all think? Do you think it's going to end soon or no? I think it'll have to do with storyline too. I feel like if Wayne and Rosie get married, that will be the end because. I don't think the story would continue after that. Just the Letterkenny story. Yeah. Plus, now that he is doing Shorzy, he has something else that's occupying a big chunk of his time. 
That's true. And all of the act, all the other actors, and even the ones in the supporting roles, are becoming more active with other projects. Yeah. And I feel like it's one of those things. Like you said, they'll do it until it's not fun anymore. I think they'll <clears> do it until it starts to lose its integrity. I and think, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's something that they would try to force just for the sake of having more seasons, yeah. not based, making more just to be making yeah. more. Based on Clark. I think it's going to be harder and harder to get her. To have Rosie in there. Yeah. And also, you want to end when you're still on a good note. Yeah. You don't want to wait until people are... Like Shit's uh, Creek? Yeah. Like, they left on a high. But I've seen lots of things like, when is Grey's Anatomy going to just be over already? They need to just end this show. Yeah. Or Law, Law & Order SVU. Yeah. yeah. Or even like Walking Dead, which I was big into Walking Dead the first few seasons, mm-hmm. and then I've piddled out, and I've not watched it in a couple of years We've now. watched it up until this last season, and I honestly, we watched up until the final bit of the last season, and I was like, I can take it or leave it. And I don't think, like, you don't want your show to get to that point where people exactly. are just like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like when shit's Creek, it's like, no, I love that yeah. show. You want people to be like, oh, I love it so much. And that's why shit's Creek still has a really big, like, almost cult following. I just started rewatching it again yeah, <laughs> because it's, so it's just so good. Yes. But they also stopped filming that just before it got on Netflix or something. They were like either filming the final season or had just decided to film the final season. And then it got on either Hulu or Netflix. I forget which one first. And it blew up and they were like, ah, well we just, finished forever (laughs) you know sorry i don't know that it would have made a difference but i mean i I feel that same way you want to go out when you still enjoy it when it's still a good tv show you don't want to pull up what's the one that everyone hates the ending um sopranos was game of thrones oh game of thrones Thrones i was thinking of how i met your mother oh oh i hated that episode (laughs) i loved how i met your mother but i hated that last episode i've never watched it like i've seen an episode here or there if it's like been on tbs in a hotel room yeah but i've never sat down and watched that well show. It, it universally wasn't super loved by the the ending not maybe as much as a game of thrones game of thrones <laughs> people revolted oh speaking of we're not talking about top gun but kit harrington is fully on board yeah. for another production so i'm excited yeah it's been brought to hbo and george R. R. martin and yeah it's officially on the go they're gonna film it but then of course they've had six different Game of Thrones spinoffs that they've tried to make, and they've only succeeded with one. So they were like, don't get too excited yet still, but they're trying to make it happen. I loved Jon Snow. He was... I was expecting someone to comment whenever they said, oh, they're having a Jon Snow sequel or spinoff. I expected someone to say, but he doesn't want it. (laughs) (laughs) They're forcing it on him. That's so funny. All right, well, I don't have anything else, and we're at 106 minutes, so I oh. guess we should cut it off. <laughs> um, Sorry, Josh. So I guess we will be back next time. Is next time? It's not season finale next time. It's restaurant. Is there um, seven? There's episodes? a seven. This it's in uh, oh. in Indian energy. energy. <laughs> not quite PC, bud. <laughs> yeah. So we will see you all for season nine, episode six, next time. Bye. 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 Oh, 
Thanks again for listening to this week's episode, the continuation of Season 9, Episode 5 of Not My Forte, a super soft podcast. Special thanks once again to Kayla Huber for stopping by. And as always, information from these episodes is pulled from letterkenny.fandom.com, as well as Megan and Kayla and Ember's notes. The music for this episode is called Rattle and Shake, and that song is provided by Mark Wallach. If you have questions or comments or further insights on this episode or future episodes of the podcast, feel free to reach out to us at casualjosh0 at gmail.com. That's casualjosh, the number zero, at gmail.com. And remember to put not my forte in the subject line.